Welcome to the Brilliantly Resilient Podcast. What's your train wreck? Everyone has one. The question is, are you going to live there or are you just visiting? Let's check in with Mary Fran and Kristen to learn how to come through not broken, but brilliant. resilient listeners. Thanks for tuning in to another episode of the show. Before we dive into the super cool interview today, we wanted to welcome you to this special series of the Brilliantly Resilient Summer of Reading. We have had so many amazing guests on who are brilliant authors and who share their wisdom with you through their written words. And we wanted to find a way to promote them and give you some really awesome stuff to read. So we are doing the Summer of Reading giveaways. Woo! <laughs> if you head on over to brilliantlyresilient.net, you can get the sign up for the download. If you head over to Instagram, we're doing a whole big Insta promotion there. Every week we will be giving away one of the books. And this whole summer, we will be bringing these authors back to you to hear what their books are about and what they've been up to. You're going to love this list. I mean, we were blown away putting it together. We've got New York Times bestsellers, Wall Street Journal list toppers, the biggest awards in the different industries, those winners. Who knew? We know some brilliant people. And now you get to know them too and read their books. So like Mary Fran said, head on over to brilliantlyresilient.net, get the list and go to Instagram, follow at brilliantlyresilient. We'll see you all summer long. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of Brilliantly Resilient Live. We are, well, I'm on the road. Kristen's where she's supposed to be. And our (laughs) guest who we I can't tell you how much we love this man. He's the nicest man in the world. He's been all over the place. And apparently now he has friends who are even way cooler than we are. So we uh, wanted to bring him back. <laughs> we are welcoming back Rob Kenny from Dad How Do I. Rob, thanks so much for joining us again. You bet. Yeah. Thanks for thanks for having me on. It's been a it's been a crazy ride and it just keeps getting crazier. You it's amazing. It's brilliant. I, honestly, when we first met you, which was right before your book landed, and, and I want to tell everybody, that's one of the main reasons that we are having Rob back, because we are giving away on our Instagram uh, contest a copy of Rob's book, Dad, How Do I?, which just landed on May 18th. And I know it's got to be a bestseller. I mean, talk about the perfect time to land right before Father's Day. Yeah, yeah, I think uh, I think word still isn't really <laughs> isn't really out. It's do- I think it's doing well. So it has forty two reviews on Amazon, and they're all five wow. stars. Of course so they thank- are. Yeah, so thankfully people are understanding what it's about because I I think some people are a little confused. With, you know what what is this book about? They, it's kind of lumped in with the DIYs, but there's so much more to it. If if you have you guys had a chance to read it yourselves or not put yet, you on the spot here? Uh-oh. Not yet. Yeah, not yet. <laughs> okay. Unfortunately, um, okay. but. It's definitely on the summer reading list because the beauty of the book is it's not just a how do how to do it book. It's it's the the thing that I loved about it is how you talked about earlier with us that you got bits and pieces of your siblings and these character traits that you pulled out that meant something to you. So I want to get into that and how you structured the book, because that's the beauty of it. It's it's Mm -hmm. life. It's how do you do stuff and the wisdom of other people all together. Yeah, well, thank you. Uh, and thanks so much for having me on to be able to talk a little bit more about it to try to clarify, because like I said, I, I think Amazon's a little confused because they've lumped it in with the DIYs, but I almost see it as a, 
a graduation gift uh, as I've gotten my head. Uh, and the character traits. When I turned 50, I'm 57 now. When I turned 50, I went around to each of my siblings and recognized the character trait that kind of stood out uh, to me from them. And, you know, when our family fell apart, we relied on each other. And so in my book, I share not only forgiving my dad, um, which was heart-wrenching, you know, it was, it was hard. And I I talk about that in the book about um, that sobbing when, when I finally did forgive him. And that was even before uh, he had asked for forgiveness. I, I realized it was in my own best interest to, to forgive him and let that go because, you know, if you're waiting for somebody to ask for forgiveness, you may never, <laughs> that may never happen. And you're the one carrying around this, this unforgiveness and it eats you up. So, so I shared that. Um, but also one, one aside, uh, I got to read an audio version of my book too, um, which was amazing. You know, <laughs> again, what is my life now? I mean, a studio <laughs> reading, uh, reading my book, uh, but I thought it only made sense for me to read my story. Um, so when they asked me, I thought, well, even though I'm a little scared to do it, I, Wait, I gotta so do it. You, so. so you didn't get your new BFF, Kevin Hart, to do it? You did it yourself? <laughs> <laughs> my BFF, if only. If I could get him holding a copy of my book, then he's my BFF. <laughs> From your mouth to Kevin's ears. Yeah, exactly. Let's make that happen. So you there got you go. to do, you got to read it, which I, I have to say is the perfect, it should come from your voice. Yeah, that's what I felt when the publisher reached out to me. I thought, you know, and he even said, um, yeah, he said, Rob, I don't know how we could have somebody else read this. So if you feel like you have it within you, we, we think you should do it. And I, so I did, but you know, I, I have to just share a couple little bit kind of embarrassing <laughs> moments about it. When when I was reading it, um, there was a couple parts where I actually started crying again because it's my story, you know, and it's so yeah. personal. When I uh, the story, uh, the part where I forgave my dad, um, I had to say, "Hey, can we stop?" And I had a, <laughs> had a you know couple grown men that I'm working with, and so it was a little embarrassing. It's like, can I just? can I just stop and cry for just a little bit? Uh, Cause this is too, too personal. Um, and they were awesome. You know, it's more my own insecurities feeling like, how does this look? But, um, and then when my brother Dawn, the chapter on him and um, how he, uh, yeah, the, just the maturity that he had as an 18 year old, uh, his, his chapter is on um, living life with an open hand and being generous when he was a senior in high school and I was a sophomore, we lived in separate places. I lived with my older brother, Rick and Don and uh, Don lived with my brother, Joe in an apartment. And Don would every, uh, not every, but um, certain mornings he would get up super early, drive past our high school, drive all the way over and pick me up and then drive me to school. Um, as, a, as a senior in high school, that's pretty mature because he wanted to keep us connected and then a sincere love for me, uh, you know, and that, that was another part where I, I said, I, oh, I got to stop cried. here. I would have <laughs> cried then too. I'm, I'm welling up listening to you say that. I mean, uh, given the fact of what your family went through, the fact that your siblings were able to, I mean, not only rise to an occasion, but holy cow, like sustain that and recognize that that was an essential piece to the health of all of you moving forward. That's amazing. Yeah, I think it speaks to my um, my parents starting so well. They did start well, you know, and I acknowledge that in the book. And I, I you know, I didn't um, wasn't trying to throw anybody under the bus. 
and also trying to look at it from an adult's perspective now okay this is what happened and that was probably tough on my mom you know before I was born so the six older siblings were all born in Kansas and my mom's one of 12 and Hmm. so I think she pictured her family you know her kids growing up with all the, the cousins and all that and then my dad's job dried up and so I look at it from my dad's perspective. He had he had six kids and yikes, you know, I don't have work. What am I going to do? And he was an aerospace engineer. And so, you know, limited job opportunities, in, you know, in Wichita. And so he moved us to New Orleans uh, with the space program. And that's where I was born. Um, and then my dad saw another opportunity up in Seattle with the 747. And so he moved us up there. So you think about this whole thing from my dad's perspective, he's trying to provide. My mom is struggling with the fact that she is kind of uprooted from her support system. We go down to New Orleans and then not only that, my mom probably wasn't planning to stay there. And then, whoa, we're we're up in Seattle now. Yeah. And so it took a toll on my mom. And I share that um, that in the in the book about, um, you know, mental health in the 70s. My mom went to my mom went to a therapist and the therapist said, Oh, Barbara, just buy a new hat. That yeah. was the therapy. Oh my God. Yeah. So yeah. Oh my gosh. Yeah, it wasn't very well addressed back then. Yeah. Yeah. And so yeah. And, and then are, there's also things in the book too about, you know, when my so my mom eventually turned to alcohol and then she was unable to take care of us. So my dad got custody of us, but he um I don't know that he really wanted us. His heart started turning, <laughs> kind of getting hardened. And there was a time, speaking of the 70s again, you know, my dad left us younger siblings at home uh, by ourselves. And he would, he had met somebody else and he would load us up on the gro- with groceries on the weekend and he'd take off for a week. And the younger siblings, we just kind of fended for ourselves. And I share that, share that in the book too. You know, these days CPS would, you know have him uh but at the time it was the 70s and so we were just kind of coping and so I share all that yeah in the first part of the book well you know your story gives me um I'm trying to think of a different word than hope it's not hope it's like it's the next step of hope and faith and trust that my kids because they've gone through some similar not as extreme situation with their dad um they really have come together to support each other and, and you're just giving me a lot of the, the faith that I need that that is going to carry through, you know, further than I, I was thinking and deeper than I thought, you know, I used to joke when, um, when life was going just fine for all of us and the power would go out. My kids would come together on the couch with their flashlights and all the fighting would stop and they would like huddle together and get through it together. And I used to joke that, oh my gosh, when they're fighting, I'm gonna shut the power off. <laughs> so they have to just stop, you know, and I know that they could come together, but I would say my, they always would come together when there was a crisis. So then when we had this massive crisis for three and a half years. They really did come together and I've watched the relationships um, grow and change and, and all that between the oldest and the youngest and then the middle. Um, and now that to hear you talk about that and also how it's, it's uh, carried into adulthood and now that you are so empowered to share and be the dad for the millions that don't have one or, or they're on hiatus for a little while, let's say, <laughs> it's really extraordinary. Yeah, it's been it's been crazy to be given this opportunity. I just I, you know I stick to the story that I was just trying to help a few people um, because it, it you know YouTube I'm ancient so YouTube wasn't around when I was a kid but it sure would the channel 
that I was kind of starting to create was something that, okay, what I learned how to tie a tie from my roommate when I was 19. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and all those kind of things that you needed to pick up over time. And you know, I've raised, we've raised, my wife and I have raised our two kids and that was a goal of mine. That was the goal really at the time when my dad left. And so, and then once that was accomplished, it was like, okay, well now what, you know, do I just get old and go on a few trips and then I die? Honestly, not to be morbid, but that's kind of was my thinking. I was like, this was the goal for me because of, you know, my, my past. And then once I achieved it, it was, I was a little bit, I mean, people go through midlife crises too, you know, I, mm-hmm. that's pretty normal, but mine I felt was a little more extreme because I felt like my goal was accomplished. And I was like, wait a second, I still, you know, and as a man of faith, I said, Lord, what would you have me to do? I, you know, I don't know what you have planned for me for the rest of my life. And lo and behold, he had much bigger plans than I had. Boy, he <laughs> answers you in a pretty big way. Like here, <laughs> <laughs> go talk to Kevin Hart. That's what I want you to do. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, wasn't that crazy? That's you know amazing. what? Um, the, the beauty of, of what you do, and Kristen and I, this is one of the basic, basic tenets, I guess, of, of Brilliantly Resilient is to, to be of service. When you don't know where your brilliance is supposed to come out, uh, you know there's something else, but you're not sure what it is. If you um, open your heart and you be of service to people, that's when the best of you always rises to the top. And that's, to us, that's when your brilliance comes out. And I mean, if anybody's proven that, you certainly have. Oh, thank you. Yeah, you know, and I trying to remain true to myself and true to people as well. You know, again, I didn't do this to become famous or to get wealthy, you know, so my wife and I live fairly simply. Uh, You know, I think the goal is to continue to, um, give back. Um, and so we're looking at working with some foster care, um, places that have reached out to me. Uh, and then also we just did the boys and girls club thing down in LA. I got the, again, what is my life? I got flew down to LA, made a burger, (laughs) you know, it went and gave burgers away to, I, I, I told the guy at Habit, the Habit Burger, I said, I feel like a leprechaun just running around going, here you go, <laughs> here you go, here's some joy, here's some joy, <laughs> so much fun. And you know what, it, the beauty of what you're doing is that it started, and we talked about this the first time you were on the show, it started as one thing, and now it's kind of moving into another and you get to help the, the beauty of a dad, I think in so many ways is that dads don't often just say, all right, look, here's what you need to know. This is, that's kind of what the mom does. Like sit down, I, here's what you need to do. The dads are more often, they, they give their messages through the things that they're, the other things that they're doing. You know, like when a dad's teaching a kid how to do something with a car, that's when those moments happen. And, mm-hmm. and you started to maybe just show somebody how to tie a tie, but because you're a dad, those moments have naturally happened. And now you're able to kind of shift into the wisdom part of, of what you're so brilliant at. Yeah. Well, thank you. Thanks. You guys uh, are so encouraging. It's uh, <laughs> I have to stop, you know, I'm one of those where it's hard to take a compliment. So thank you very much. You guys are, you guys are so kind. Um, yeah. Just trying to be myself and, do what do what I can to help people. You got me a little flustered. I don't know. Oh. What <laughs> so what's uh, coming next for the what? What do you got going on next for the book? It's uh, interesting yes. to have plans when we're, some things are open and some things aren't. So so what's coming up? Well, that's the tricky part. Trying to figure out how to get the word out as far as what the book is about. And my daughter is pretty 
smart. She's, she's got spidey sense is what I said. She, you know, she really has a keen sense of maybe what people might be longing for. And she, that, she was the one that kind of pushed this out to say, dad, you just need to do it. You know, because during the pandemic, people were, she said, I'm watching celebrities put together bikes. She said, I think people would like to hear from a regular person. And so, you know, lo and behold, mm -hmm. she was spot on with that. She has some ideas. I, I don't know that I want to reveal her plans just yet, but she has yeah. some some ideas for us to go do a few things, a few events that uh, would help. Yeah, maybe some back to school awesome. type of stuff with working with some universities or something to try to figure out, you know, as people are going off to college. Because again, I think the book is so much like that, where it's kind of like, oh, the places you'll go, which I read yeah. on my channel, you know, um, it's kind of, here's a word of encouragement and, you know, and here's how I kind of got through it. And here's some great quality traits that I'd like to pass along to you. And then also how to manage your money, how to do laundry, how to, you know, furnish an apartment, some of, some of the basic things that you'll need when you go off to, to college. So that's how I, I see the book. It, you know, it really is a perfect, every kid should have to have a copy of this. Every young person getting ready to launch themselves into adulthood should have to have a copy of this because it's such a beautiful mixture of practicality and wisdom. And gosh, you need both of those. You just, you need both of those things to succeed in life. And, um, you know, I think when you're in college, you can be, you, you know, you're in that kind of little world, that little weird college bubble, you know, that, um, yeah. when you get out of it, you go, wait a minute, what the heck? Nobody told me this was the real <laughs> world. You know? Right. Yeah. So yeah. That, um, your book would be a perfect, that's, I think that's what we should do. I think we should go on a, on a quest to get every, your book into the hands of every kid who's graduating college. Or high school. Oh boy. You boy, know, I, honestly, I, I would say the kids <laughs> in college as well, because I was yeah. very blessed that my oldest son, while he was in college and, and uh, his dad was on sabbatical, whatever you want to call it, uh, not with him for a while. It was, I have four brothers and they all stepped in at different times to reach out and some very, very close guy friends that reached out and they still do. Like Michael, my oldest was just at dinner with one of my guy friends the other night because they still check in to make sure of different things and you know just run the guy stuff past each other. So I'm thinking if he didn't have that, I would want him to have your book while he's away and trying to manage some things. So for everybody out there, especially all the single moms that are sending their boys off to college, get this book and arm them with that and a hamper. So maybe they'll do their laundry too. <laughs> <laughs> and a hamper. And do get a copy of Rob's book that you can win. We are doing that. We're doing our Instagram, our summer reading giveaway. So over, head on over to Brilliantly Resilient on Instagram. And this is week two of our giveaway contest, and we're promoting Rob and his book all week long. So head on over there and uh, head on over to Rob's page, too. You'll probably see something about that if his daughter gets back in town and can post it, because he, like I, have no <laughs> idea what we're doing on Instagram. So I use my daughter and you use yours. So full confessions here. <laughs> nice. <laughs> good stuff good stuff this has been so much fun it's been so great to to check back in with you rob and just to watch your your journey and uh be a part of it we're, we're so grateful 
Thank you. Yeah, I'm so I'm so blessed to to be in this position. I'm so thankful that I can continue to to help people. And even the comments just recently on my channel, there must have been somebody must have posted something because I got a whole bunch of new subscribers. And then to see the comments, it's like you know, I, I'm it's just such a, I'm so blessed to have to have gone viral for something healthy <laughs> first yeah. off, you know, yeah, uh, and sure. then also to continue thing. the platform to be able to to help the next generation, you know, but I do also have kids that are in their eighties. So, um, you know, I have people I'm making comments, Hey, I'm your 80 year old kid. Uh, yeah. So anybody <laughs> and everybody's <agree>. welcome. <laughs> and that is the beauty of what you do. I mean, honestly, I, as I said to you before, I don't watch you to learn how to tie a tie or change a tire. I ain't doing that. Um, but, but your, 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 just your warmth and your, your authenticity and your kindness, it all comes through and we need more of that in the world. So thank you for being you and doing what you do. And we are so honored and delighted to be able to promote you to the world. Well, thank you so much. You guys are awesome. And I appreciate your support. Okay. Well, everybody, please head on over to our Instagram and check out how you can win a copy of Rob's book and get our summer reading list. And I'm going to turn it over to Kristen because I always forget the last part of everything. So <laughs> that's just the way we are. Uh, we're, we're heading everybody over to Instagram to take part in that contest, like Mary Fran said. And you can get the summer reading list. It is chock full of the most brilliant reading to stay resilient as the world reopens and we step back into things. Don't forget to bring the tools of resilience with you. Get that reading list at our Instagram channel at Brilliantly Resilient or at uh, BrilliantlyResilient.net where you can get it at our website. Thanks for tuning in. We'll see you next time. Bye everybody. Thanks, Rob. Bye-bye. Yeah, thank you. Thanks for tuning in to the Brilliantly Resilient podcast. Join our Facebook group and follow us on YouTube to be inspired with tools to reset, rise, and reveal your brilliance.